Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. If you haven't noticed, we now have a new time. This is our new time going forward for Divi Chat. So set your calendars, set your watches. What's the <laughs> I have this uh viral video I, jingle? I know going who you're on talking about. Right yeah. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, hide your kids, hide your yeah. wife. Change your change your thing. How I got that from that little bit that you said, I don't know. So we're we're in the same on the same wavelength. It must, there. It, must, it must be working. So every week we've moved our episode up an hour and a half. So we typically record at five thirty central, six thirty eastern. We've moved it to four o'clock central now, five o'clock eastern. So hopefully that works out better for you guys, and hopefully our live streaming audience comes on with us and, and joins us. This week, we're going to talk about um, competing, you know, places <laughs> for Divian Word. For, I'm, I'm like looking at the wrong thing. He's like forgotten what we're talking about already. <laughs> oh, no, no. You know what happened was, is I had it on last week's title episode, and I was like, wait a minute. We already talked about that one. So this week, we're going to talk about Divi versus do-it-yourself website services like Squarespace, Weebly, Wix, you know, maybe even WordPress.com. We'll talk a little bit about that. Why you might want to go self-hosted versus any of these other services, pros and cons and stuff. And Hey, we got some live viewers on, so at least people know we're here. Before we get started, let's run around the room and let everybody introduce themselves. And we'll, Corey, we'll start with the ladies first, <clears throat> and I'm going to go with... It sounded like you were going to ask Corey then. I know. We'll start with ladies first. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do, do that to you, Corey. Ugliest lady I've ever seen. Hello. Uh, I'm Leslie Bernal of A Girl and Her Mac. And um, yeah, I do I do design stuff on, on WordPress sites. Um, you can find me at a girl in her design and uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at a girl in her Mac. Awesome. Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. I've got this nice deep voice going on, partly because I'm a little bit sick and partly because it's 7 a.m. and I'm still adjusting to the new time of TV chat. But I'm here, Endure Web on the socials. Awesome. Well, we're, we're really glad you woke up to join us. So thank you. Thank you. I was going to say that voice is pretty good. You might <laughs> want to it. It's not too bad. Hot in here. It's better than mine at seven in the morning. <laughs> Not as deep, but still. <laughs> hey, Corey. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Corey Jenkins here. I am a Wix and Weebly developer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm <a> WordPress uh, <laughs> developer. You can find me at Aspen Grove Studios and Dibby.Space coming at you from beautiful Mile High Prescott, Arizona. And it's finally feeling like spring here. Camping weather. Awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful outside. I can, I'm, I've, I've got a big window right here behind my computer, so it's kind of awesome. My name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios, Divi Space, and WP the Podcast. And we've got a lot of changes coming up. This is the first, so we apologize if this kind of throws you off for this week for your normal episodes. I, I think one thing that I noticed immediately right out of the box is, I don't know if you guys are in the live chat or not, but we have a whole lot of new live viewers that aren't really? our weekly regulars. <laughs> so must so be the, the time change. So maybe shifting things up. We've got Sergio. Hello, Sergio. Mike said, I'm so confused. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. We don't mean to confuse you. We've I think especially for the Australians, it's going to be a shock because ordinarily it used to fit into work hours and now it's going to be when they first wake up. So that might be a little bit of a shock to the system. But, you know, you can have it on while you're, like, getting ready and having breakfast. So yeah, we're yeah. You up. You'll, you'll fit us in somewhere. And if not, you can watch it later. Yeah, pa- yeah. Pablo's messaging Jonathan. me on Slack. Why so early? <laughs> Jim, join us get some coffee get some tea wherever you're at bourbon whatever you like first thing in the morning uh-oh oh you, you were cutting out for me you were cutting out did you say bourbon <laughs> yeah i said bourbon in the morning man get your, get your whiskey hey we are in louisiana champion. <laughs> all right well let's Let's talk about, uh, you know, some of the pros and cons and probably mostly cons from this audience of why you may not want to use one of these other builders. Well, let's stuff. wait and see. Let's wait and see. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the biggest drawbacks that I see with the uh, do-it-yourself sites is, is your lack of the ability to do what you want to do with the site. You're kind of, you have to conform to the tools that, that they have on their site. So for example, WordPress has wordpress.org repository, tens of thousands of plugins, which are in essence extensions to WordPress, which gives you functionality that you want to achieve for your website. They allow you to do your own SEO, do your own marketing, do your own whatever it is that you want. And a lot of these other do-it-yourself platforms like Squarespace, Wix, Wix, Weebly, you don't have that flexibility. So you can't add your own software if you don't. You have to kind of use what they have in their system. And they may have some functionality that performs that's a similar task. So I'm not saying they don't have it. You just have to use their proprietary software. And that can be... Uh, in my opinion, not a good thing in the long run, because as your business grows and you learn your audience and your customer user base and stuff, you find out what works for them, what works for you. And and you have that flexibility with WordPress and with these other platforms, you really don't have that flexibility. So feel free to jump in here, people. <laughs> I, I mean, I, like I feel quite mixed on it. I, I think they're pretty annoying to work in, some of them more than others. Um, But I think for some small businesses, they're actually not a bad option. Like for people who maybe want to do it a bit more themselves, say they have a small, like a little shop or something, and they've got like not too many products, they want to sell some stuff, they want to have a really simple template, they just want it to work really well on mobile, they don't want to have to pay for a custom-built website. Shopify is probably not a bad option. Like when you look at the cost of it, it's it's probably a little bit cheaper than paying um, someone to custom build. And then also like maintenance fees, you're not having to worry about security. You're not having to worry about like the template not working or whatever. It just kind of works, works really nicely on mobiles. It just kind of functions. So for some small businesses, like I'm, I'm thinking like just kind of, you know, like maybe you make stuff at home or something that would actually work really well and might be a better option than starting out with a full WooCommerce. Um, The interface is actually really nice. And so I think if you wanted to do a lot more of it at home and you don't want to be working with someone else, like for DIYers maybe um, who aren't super technical, I I don't think it's all bad. 
um, particularly stuff like Shopify, but I think there's some bad options out there. I've played around with Adobe. I don't know what the Adobe one is, but it was like, it was like if you had an Adobe account, you could have a website. I think some places offer those kind of things. It was horrible. So I think there's some that are really horrible to work with, but some of them not so Spark? bad. So was it, yeah, it might've been, Spark? I don't know. I, I just, I, just, I want to sound smart. Yeah. I just Googled it. And it's you just Googled it? Spark. <laughs> I so. should have looked it up before, but. If they're different yeah anyway i want to say at least for shopify i don't think shopify is all bad and for some people i actually think it might be a better solution than a full custom designed wordpress.org website yeah i yeah. I, I definitely see both sides of uh you know both opinions of you know shopify i'm probably more pro shopify than i am wix or squarespace or weebly especially when it comes to e-commerce stores of course um, but it, it, to me, it kind of depends on, yeah, one of your skill set. Are you kind of a DIYer? How serious are you about your company? Are you kind of doing it for fun? Yeah. So to me, if you're building a, a WordPress site and you're running, you know, um, an e-commerce site, if, if you're, if you have the, the budget and you can front load the budget, you're better off going WordPress. Um, because once you get into, um, you know, needing abandoned cart recovery, different payment options, different shipping options, things like that. You're having to up and up and up your payments uh, on like Squarespace and Shopify. Um, I, I know looking here at the Squarespace pricing, um, if you want things like gift cards, abandoned carts, um, discounts, things like that, you're going to have to go to $40 a month. Uh, Shopify, you're, you're getting up to like $79 a month. Uh, $2.99 a month for like advanced reporting and uh, third-party shipping rates and, and different things. So um, do you want to, you know, front load your, your budget and pay for it and then own your website outright? Or do you not have the budget immediately and go with something like Shopify or, you know, if you need to, then Wix or Weebly? <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I think it totally depends kind of what Sarah was saying. It depends on what your needs are. Um, I kind of think maybe a, a little bit of the opposite of Sarah. I think if you're, if you're going to sell products and stuff that you probably want to have control of those users and customers, my, my, my big pain point with do it yourself website makers like a Shopify, for example, and you're right, it's a great platform. However, if Shopify changes anything about their platform that could potentially affect your SEO or your company, you're at their mercy. There's nothing you can do. It's their company. Actually, they own that's it. a good point. I've been mm -hmm. helping a friend who's using Shopify and SEO is really challenging. So getting her site to be shown on Google is like you don't have Yoast to work with. So there's like, it's not like you can work in the same way that we would normally work. You can do all the right like google analytics and the google search console stuff but that's it like that's where you're limited you can't do anything internally which is really challenging yeah and i think i think for me the time where it may be okay for small businesses is the ones who don't have user acquisition and customers where they just have where they're not going to be you know, looking to, <laughs> you know, rank really, really well in Google to yeah. try to beat their competitors and stuff. You know, if they're selling products and stuff, yeah, WooCommerce is 
and, and EDD and, 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 you know, other platforms that you own. I just, I really like the, the idea of being able to control you own it, you know? Um, yeah. so I would certainly say that, that like a lot of people start with wordpress.com if they're wanting to kind of go self or certainly if they're thinking, oh, maybe in the future I'll like get a custom built and they go wordpress.com. Um, that's definitely not an option that I would suggest because it's not something it's like going for wordpress.com is the same as going for Wix or the same as going for Squarespace, except probably less user-friendly. Um, and it doesn't just switch over. I think some people think like you can start with that and then just migrate it to wordpress.org, but it's just as much work to migrate it later to wordpress.org. So now, don't start there. <laughs> you brought up a very good point, migrating sites away from these platforms. So let's just say you start on Squarespace, you start on Wix or Weebly. You can yeah. migrate your content away. That's no problem. Most of these platforms have a way to take your content, but you can't take your design. You're rebuilding again. You can't download their template and put it to WordPress, for example. So that's one of the, in my opinion, one of the cons is you can't really take your design with you and stuff. You can export all of your content, but the structure is obliterated. You've got to recreate it on your new platform, wherever you're going to migrate it to. Well, so I had a client who, when I met them, they were just using Square, um, Square's website to sell. And I put them on WordPress. At the time, I don't think Divi was out yet. It wasn't Divi, uh, but it was one of Elegant Themes, um, other ones. And they just couldn't really get a grasp on WordPress and WooCommerce. So they did end up switching to Shopify. And I did a little bit of, of tweaking for them because they wanted like a a Google Translate thing and, and whatever. And I'm, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering correctly, um, Shopify's files were SAS or, or it wasn't regular CSS. I remember that. So it was a little tricky for me, but I, I was able to tweak some things. And they do have like their own little app store. Um, I don't know if they call them apps. I think they call them apps, but it was very limited at that time, which was about four years ago, maybe three. Um, so there was like 20, I'm nothing like, like the WordPress has, you know, like all the plugins we have. But um, they've been on that for a few years now. They're really happy. Um, I could sense that they, it was a real pain point for them to have to contact me to do something on the website. I could tell that they, they wanted to really do it themselves and they just couldn't get a handle on WooCommerce. And I can understand that. I, I personally think WooCommerce can be really overwhelming and overkill for a couple products. I mean, I have like three products on my store. If I wasn't so lazy, I'd move to EDD, but um, <laughs> But, but yeah, so they, they're happy with it. Um, you know, they don't have a lot of tweaks they can do, but they like their, the layout they yeah. pick is, works for them, whatever. So, and so that's yeah. the thing for some people, they're happy with like not modifying the challenge yeah. that I've found is even like wordpress.com, like the, some of my friends, they've had something on it and I'm like, Oh, I can tweak that with CSS for sure for you. Like, just let me grab some code for you and I'll send it through thinking it's a word, a normal WordPress site. And then you go, there's nowhere to put CSS. Like there's nowhere in a WordPress.com website that you can just add. Like they just needed to fix up some padding and I couldn't help them because there's nowhere to put it. Yeah. At the time, I think Shopify, I don't know if it's changed, but at the time there was no like custom CSS box, you know? Yeah. Like, so there, yeah, you couldn't just add on top of their stuff really easily. Maybe it's and, changed. In Shopify? In Shopify. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's still kind of the same um, from what I heard, but 
I, I guess for the sake of argument, um, you know, it's not completely just WordPress versus these other platforms because within WordPress, you also have multiple options. Um, like, like you just mentioned, Leslie, like, oh, you know, if, if I'd like to switch over to EDD. So it's, it's not just WordPress versus Squarespace. It's WordPress, WooCommerce, or EDD, right. or um, <laughs> yeah. a bunch of other options out there versus these kind of one-size-fits-all solutions that, um, you know, Squarespace or, or Wix or Weebly give you. Um, I, I know, like, like Squarespace, from, from doing a bit of research, you basically choose, you know, you have Stripe and PayPal as your, as your payment options. Well, if you're, if you're uh, in a different country or need a different solution, it, that, that kind of automatically rules them out because um, a lot of people can't use Stripe or, or PayPal in, in different countries. So uh, almost an immediate rule out right there. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I know it's not the topic for today, but like it is a good point that we've had a lot of the guys amongst us who started on WooCommerce and switched over to EDD. And I would say that that has been as epic for them as switching from Squarespace to WordPress. Like it's pretty epic. So even, yeah, like even just choosing one particular online sales tool in WordPress can still be just as epic if you decide to change it over. Um, But I guess you don't have to change all the other stuff as well, but you know, that's not the topic for today and we can come to that another day, but yeah, it's, it's like you say, there's a lot of choice in WordPress and in some ways that means you have responsibility over making that choice. Whereas if you're in another place, you don't have to choose those things. So for a small business, if they don't have anyone supporting them, maybe less choice means less stuff ups potentially. Yeah. So, so also reading here, I mean, just transaction wise and Shopify, I'm not sure what they charge, but Reading Squarespace, it sounds like, and, and somebody can correct me, they say we charge a transaction fee of 3% on sales in the business plan and then visit Stripe and PayPal for processing rates in your country. So do they charge 3% plus the 2.9% that, huh. so you're almost paying 6%? In Australia, you yes. pay like a better rate to Australians than you do to overseas, I think it is. Uh, I'm yeah, yeah I, I'm struggling I mean, now that sounds to me and I kind of remember from maybe being a little bit more delved into it like three years ago or so but I, I think you're I, I think you're basically paying like you know six yeah. percent as opposed to if you're self-hosted and yeah, okay. e-commerce store um, you know 2.9 percent on average yeah it is it is you bring up a good point and it is that way Shopify, Squarespace, <laughs> yeah. it does add up. Since we're talking about cost, here's another, you know, let's talk about cost. Yes, yeah. it costs money to build a website. Okay, my website's built. Let's just say I have a five to seven page website. It costs me X dollars. I have a five to seven page website on Squarespace, Wix, Weebly. You get into some of their premium features. I don't know. Maybe they have free options, and I don't. I don't want to because I don't know. But if you're a serious business owner and you're on Squarespace and you have a store, for example, since we've been talking about that, those costs can add up. You're paying them forever. You have well, a even even without a store. 
sorry, even without okay. a store, it it can add up. So I was talking yeah. to someone at a business thing and she was saying it started really cheap with Squarespace, but the problem was she wanted to add a gallery. And as soon as she wanted to add a gallery, that like added money. And then as soon as she, and it was just like design features kept adding money onto what she was paying. So it started free and then ended up being a really big cost, even without an online store. If you want a blank white site, it's free. But yeah. If you want, want basic. Yeah. What, what was it? And what she did it too cost? Far in at that point. I can't remember, but, but I remember her kind of saying, oh my gosh. And like, they just kept asking me for more money for more things. And, but then by that point I'd already built the site. And so then I felt like I was there. Yeah. And, and that's forever. That's not, there's no end in sight. (laughs) As soon as you quit paying them, your services are done, you know, uh, and that, and that's huge. That can be a, you know, a, a big pain point that I see. And that's their business model. And you know what? The majority of people aren't paying those high rates on those sites. They're, the majority of the people that I think are probably paying the $40 a month or less, you know, $20, $25 a month. And in their mind, they're thinking, oh, well, it's only costing me $300 to $500 a year. No big deal. Well, if you're a business and you're in business for 10 years, you know, well, you just paid, you know, five to $10,000 for that website. And guess what? You're not done paying. You've got to keep paying beyond that unless you move it off of that platform. If you get into some of the 300 to $500 a month, some of their bigger e-commerce prices and stuff, I mean, you're looking at five, $6,000 a year and you could build an e-commerce site for 10 to 15,000. Yeah. It's a, right. it, it's an outlay, but you know, yeah, that's you- a huge, yeah, you yeah. can hire somebody to maintain your site and make changes for for the costs that you would just pay to have a have a site like on Shopify at, at some point, you know. Yeah, and I've got a I've got a good friend of mine who right now I'm kind of walking through we we do a he, he's a very very well-known photographer. Guy is phenomenal. His site's on Squarespace. He has another site where he wanted to start selling prints and stuff of his landscape photography and he kind of had this little idea well he's he's paying squarespace right now to be on there he has no flexibility he can't you know so we talk about what he should do to to optimize his site for seo for example and do some different things and he's just like holy cow you know he realizes he's deep in squarespace right now and he's going to make the transition out of squarespace to wordpress but I'm watching him go through it right now and he pays a significant amount of money and he can't do what he needs to do to improve his situation with his site, for example. So, and it's nice. I'm going to tell you, it looks good. His site looks pretty and it looks great. And, and, and he's maintaining it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I, I think, I think that's the draw to a lot of people is, is you can yeah. have a nice, a nice looking site with minimal effort and and the reason that that is is because your design capabilities are so restricted within uh squarespace and wix and weebly um you know you pop in a text box and you can choose a couple different options so you're extremely limited in design but at the same time that that that's kind of a good thing for people who don't know what they're doing because they don't have the opportunity to mess it up like in yeah we wordpress someone with no design yeah divi divi wordpress you have just so many different options. Uh, people can screw it up and get like frustrated immediately. 
with freedom yeah. comes responsibility. <laughs> Definitely. There you go. Yep. Is that in a Spider-Man movie or what? <laughs> yeah. I'm all about with the great, superheroes. Yeah. With great freedom. I, 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 comes I think that was a quote from like a founding father first. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always from the superheroes. <laughs> Yes, um, someone on the mic said on the chat, by the way, hi, SJ, you finally made it super oh. make it on this side of the screen one time. Um, <laughs> but Mike said it'd be super interesting to compare the cost between a site build in WordPress with pro, pro plugins, yearly resubscriptions and shared hosting and then maintenance provided by the designer after. Like, I think that would be a really interesting thing to do to work out the actual costs of the differences for the different services and you know what you were actually ending up looking at maybe yeah, over I, like a five-year yeah. period yeah, cool. yeah but by the way that was eleanor roosevelt <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right thank, thank you wiki cory wiki cory <laughs> i'm gonna uh i was gonna do it in my head and just take like the top five plugins you know, you're you're probably looking. It's not as ex as expensive as you think, but oof, you saw in post design, Sarah, just with like well, premium plugins, Gravity Forms, so iThemes. One of us, right? Like yeah. where you're paying yeah. it, and yeah. and so people who are on my maintenance plan receive access to you know those plugins so they're not paying individually for all of them but say you're paying someone a maintenance cost every year that includes hosting and includes security backups includes some pro plugins like gravity forms and you know some of the pro stuff maybe you have to pay for a few woocommerce extensions um for shipping or something like that and then you know, then that was the package and say you got it custom built and it had a certain amount of pages and then you look at the cost over, say, five years. So the initial bill plus five years of maintenance and then you look at all these other services for five years with the same ability in terms of what it can right. do with an online shop. That'd be really interesting. I, I would bet money that you're going to come out cheaper on the do-it-yourself side, probably, mm -hmm. uh, unless you manage your own hosting environment yourself and stuff if you came with someone like us it may be a little bit higher but if you went out and you know but then it may even be hosting. worth that price for them to not have to worry about it so even if there exactly. is a price gap the fact that they're not the one who's on it all the time you know doing stuff may be worth it yeah. but anyway it'd just be an interesting it'd be an interesting experiment to look at five years ten years fifteen years yeah. and Give people, you know, we probably should have done that before we got on this episode. Probably, but we didn't have money. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, I, 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 who it, wants to waste their money? Your, it depends on your sales and revenue as well. So, yeah, that's. True. I mean, if I'm that's running this huge e-commerce store and I go to like, yeah, well, you're not going to do huge e-commerce on Squarespace, are you? Like, yeah, but let's say let's say Shopify. So, I mean, if I'm, you know selling you know some candles and i'm not selling that many and i'm on the 299 shopify package yeah i'm, I'm losing out on, on a lot of money um yeah you know if if you're running this huge e-commerce store and it's kind of hands off and you're willing to pay um you know some of the transaction fees and and things like that that come with the shopify it's not so much of a hard cost as you know maybe paying a full-time developer to maintain your site work with work with bugs on a dynamic platform and and things like that so there's also still um big cartel and big commerce and i have used big commerce I, I didn't really use it i went in someone was gonna hire me and i wanted to take a look, look around first 
And um, this was a couple years ago, but I, I was pretty impressed actually. Their builder um, was really nice. It was really clean UI. Um, you could access certain files from there, like editor files. Um, I, I thought it was pretty cool. And uh, apparently they're, they're still around. They're still pretty big, them and Big Cartel. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just kind of taking a look at Shopify right now. And there's some, at least from the e-commerce standpoint, which we've been talking about, even on their $2.99 a year pro plan, they're missing a lot of things that I would deem you would want and need to be successful for an e-commerce, like the marketing stuff. That's two ninety nine a month. <laughs> that's two ninety nine a month. Yeah. Oh. Holy, holy crap! Yeah, oh. Monthly price twenty nine seventy nine two ninety nine. Oh wow. Okay. Well, let me. I'm gonna backtrack here. Come on <laughs> over to WordPress. I detract that statement, Sarah. It ain't cheaper on Shopify. Yeah. You know, even even on their top plan, when I'm looking at this, you know, yeah. just looking at their you know, what you get for that two ninety nine a month. Um, <laughs> I was thinking like $2.99. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was no, like, that's really cheap. Why is yeah. it so cheap? Yeah, it's, it's crazy the difference between <laughs> the mid, mid-range Shopify and the advanced. And yeah, looking at it, the rates right are a little bit lower, but for advanced reports and third-party shipping rates, it goes from 79 a month to two ninety nine. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. For, for just shipping and that doesn't have anything to do with the 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 marketing the email marketing integration uh, i don't see maybe it's in here i just don't see it listed out as features but that's huge user acquisition when you're running an e-commerce store and you want to market to them you want to do abandoned cart stuff you want to do exit intent pop i don't see any of that stuff in here so i i'm i'm kind of perusing their site to see if they have like add-ons you know, like an additional, and I don't, I don't even see that. So, I think, well, and that's another. <clears throat> Go ahead. I, I think SJ's got a really good point in the chat, saying WordPress overlooked just how much people will pay for a good-looking UI. I, and he said Apple get it. Like I totally agree that when I was in the back end of Shopify, I was like, wow, this is nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> I agree that WordPress can be very complex in the back end. And if you don't have someone like one of us setting it up for you and they just leave everything inside panel, it's really overwhelming. Like there is a lot of things all over the place and it can feel really overwhelming and just really ugly. Um, So compared to something like Shopify or I haven't been in the back end of Squarespace, but looking at the front end, I think it looks pretty damn nice. And some right. people are probably willing to, I, I don't know that it's a smart business decision, but some people are willing to give up some functionality or some freedom for the fact that it looks really pretty and it's easy to use. So WordPress has right. some work to do. Yeah. And I know, I think yeah. Matt was saying that at one of his big talks, wasn't he? That like, you know, they're aware that they need to catch up with how how the user experience is for people in the back end of Squarespace compared to the back end of WordPress. It's really different. And it is for some people, I think the jump is just too big and too scary compared to some of these other options. Yeah, I, I think we kind of get blinders on us as WordPress developers of like, come on, this is easy. Like you can zip around here, just go to settings here and do this. <laughs> like it's like second nature to us. But for somebody um, you know who hasn't developed uh, you know a dozen e-commerce sites, uh, you know if if not more. 
um, you, you, you kind of forget how much a good UI can make somebody comfortable. Yeah. And, and, and even if it doesn't make a difference in, as far as functionality goes, it makes them trust the product more, just seeing that good UI in the back end. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. Wanna, I'm going to, Mike Devitt brought up a, a very good question, and I, I'm going to kind of address it, at least in mine, and you guys can jump on as well. He says that it, it's trying to sell to small and medium-sized businesses. It's tricky, especially when you're trying to also sell maintenance afterwards. It doesn't seem as such a good value. And I totally get that, and I understand. And I don't think that's a do-it-yourself website versus WordPress issue. I think that's a sales issue, period. A lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. Education is education is important. If you explain to the customer the value and the advantages of why they may want a self-hosted website versus one of the do-it-yourselfers, take some of these points that we've given you in here, you know, the lack of control, the ongoing cost forever and ever and ever. Um, you know, that stuff is very important. And a business owner, whether they're small, medium, or large, they're smart people. They're going to start to see the value of what it is that you're going to be able to do for them. Another thing is WordPress is the number one web platform in the world. 30% they just hit. So if you disappear today, they have hundreds stacked up deep that the small business owner can go ahead and, um, you know, do it. Oh, it sounds messed up. Okay. Well, look, here's a tip. Y'all can keep talking if I start. It, it, it wasn't you, David. I think Leslie froze. Okay. All right. She's yeah. back. Um, She's back. She was yeah. like, okay. So y'all are just... sounding all messed up to me. I don't even know if y'all can hear me. Oh yeah, we can hear you. Sounds fine. Um, so I think it's yeah. on. You had a really unfortunate face on your frozen face for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, I feel great. Well, <laughs> I don't know what back, just happened, Leslie. but that was about five got, minutes of a bunch of fumbling. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, my point is, is, is just, you know, explain to them the value of what it is that you're giving them. And, yeah. and, the, and they will, will, it'll be a slam dunk. That as opposed to trying to do a whole lot better. Oh, go ahead. I, I think I'll, I'll talk. Um, I think I think there are two types of people. In, well, there's probably more and boxing people here, but you know, I think there are small business people who just they want the full control. They don't want to pay a web developer to be involved. Like there's there are some people who just want to do it themselves and. They just want to go on one of these services that look really pretty. And I don't think they're our market. I think we should just stop trying to convert them. Right, if exactly. They, if they don't want to work with us, that's fine. Like <laughs> there are plenty of businesses. There's out plenty there. of clients out there. There's heaps. And I think the market is more the people who are saying either I want my business to really flourish and I want help to do that. Or they're saying, I find the whole web thing overwhelming. I don't want, I just don't want to do it there our market and then there's the people who are like well I could go either way like that looks really pretty and I'm kind of okay with it but what do you think I think those three people are our market and the people who are just wanting to do it themselves they're just not and that's fine and that's what it's there for and it's going to do well for those people and that's great and at some point maybe they'll think it's too expensive and they'll come to us to try and switch it over but if they don't they don't and that's okay the good news is is that you can switch it over. Um, it will take a little bit of work, no matter if you're 
down the rabbit hole with Squarespace, Wix, Weebly. Um, WordPress, what I love about it is the community of WordPress. It's open source, a lot of developers helping to, and huge, helping to improve it. Squarespace, Wix, and Weebly is a closed system. It's about making money for them. WordPress is about making money too, automatic, but they give the flexibility and the freedom to the developers. It's 100% free. And then if you want to add into it your own thing, you can. Yeah, and that that's one of the things that I really like about the WordPress ecosystem. Yeah, you can pretty much start up a minimum viable uh, e-commerce store for, you know, almost nothing. Uh, basically, hosting costs with uh, with like WooCommerce and you know WooCommerce and PayPal. You're paying the hosting costs. You're going to pay the PayPal um, transaction fees, but you can almost start for almost nothing if you somewhat yeah. know what you're doing. Um, the benefit of uh, like a Shopify and a Squarespace. Being a closed system is yes, you're limited on options, but that's somewhat that that can also be somewhat of a benefit is you're not having so many like incompatibilities between software. Um, I've seen it, you guys have seen it, David and I have, have seen it. Um, you know, a client, well, I need I need this marketing plugin, I want this marketing plugin. They they take it upon themselves to maybe install it upon their their website <laughs> and it screws up everything else and they insist. Then you have to go through and like troubleshoot everything else to work with this like one um, plugin that they insist, you know, upon having. Um, yeah. so, so I think a closed ecosystem is good in some aspects and then also bad in that it's limited. Yeah. And if you're a developer, the way around that is you build it yourself and then you hide the plugins area from them. Yeah. Hot yeah. Tip. If, if they pay <laughs> you to build it yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is that thing of with freedom comes like a lot of crazy. So you can do a lot of really good things with WordPress and you can also get yourself really stuck and really lost. You can go into the market and download all these crazy plugins that don't keep updated and have security risks and then you get hacked. Like there are, it's a really big world and you need to know what you're doing in WordPress compared to these other things where you don't really need to know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I like that's it's choice for people. They have the options, but if they want the freedom, then of, of course WordPress is going to give them more freedom. They just need to know what they're doing or be willing to pay someone who does know what they're doing. Yeah. And up. Go ahead. You want to say something, Leslie? Oh, well, I was just going to say, cause you brought up the hacking thing. I, I think I've had a few potential clients who um, the WordPress being open source was a concern for them. Yeah. Um, and I get that uh, because yeah. Um, so, you know, that's another factor that, that might come into play. Um, if you need it. Well, you have to look after it. your website in terms of security, whereas right. they do it for you on the other services. So yeah, they're doing the backup that's a huge plus security. to a lot of people. Yeah. They don't have to worry about any of that stuff, but with WordPress, you need to, and we're always recommending that you get someone who actually knows what they're doing to do it. Um, but that also comes at a cost that people need to be willing to pay. So essentially some of the costs that you're paying is for security and backups and hosting. Yeah. And, and, and some of these platforms, they are, they are hackable, you know, I mean, they're going to, they're going to have backups on multiple levels and yeah. be able to and they're gonna fix it. Like if, if you get hacked, they're going to, that's part yeah. of the deal. Yeah. But you can still have, you know, DDoS attacks on <laughs> Squarespace's servers on uh, Shopify servers and, you know, you know, I've seen some of these large companies like this be down for as much as 12 hours at a time. So, 
Um, it's it, it's still possible, but maybe not not on the level that WordPress is to where uh, you know somebody gets in and <laughs> your PayPal email address and does like little things right. maybe that aren't so like you know so noticeable at first. So, man, I had something great and I forgot what I was gonna say. Dang it. <laughs> Marie, I'm going back to the chat. Maybe it'll refresh my memory. And <laughs> well, SJ said he got hacked because he picked a bad host, which I think we have definitely talked about hosting in the past. And choosing a host is if you're going to go WordPress, that's where you don't skimp. Yeah, hosting is important. Very important. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, maybe, maybe we'll put it in the show notes or something. I, I can't promise that it'll come out this week, but, or maybe we'll just do like a, a Facebook live or something short Facebook live with Divi chat and go over some of the things that I do to overcome some of the stuff that, that maybe some of our audience is obviously struggling with and stuff. I don't mind sharing that information of what I do. Uh, what are you I don't talking totally about? Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, with the closing the sites with how do you compete with Wix and Weebly and Squarespace oh. when they're so cheap, a, perce a perception in the business owner's mind. Oh, so, okay. So like sales tips. From a sales aspect. It's, yeah. it's from a sales aspect, which I'll be honest with you. I never have anybody tell me no when I go in there and I just, but it's about explaining to them what it is exactly that they're getting and stuff. So I don't mind sharing that information. I don't know. I'm not a writer, so I'm more of a talker. Um, hate to so blog. what are some of your tips? Like, tell us now. That's what we're talking well, about. You have to be charismatic. Right. <laughs> First, you have to be the, David. The, have to be now, the southern <laughs> accent helps, I'll tell you. Yeah, the southern accent is a must. So start <laughs> working on it right now. <laughs> uh, um, I just let them know what I recommend when I, when I go in there. You know, it's about sharing information with them and, 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 and being okay with them telling you no and going with something else. So, for example, security you brought up, Sarah, is very important. You recommend yeah. that a professional handles that. There are four things that we recommend that a professional handle. Hosting, security, backups, and updates. Those four things are things that could potentially really hurt you if you don't know what you're doing you can manage your entire website that's a wonderful thing the best thing about wordpress is that you want to add your own content you can do that you want to build a page you can do that there are certain aspects that we recommend that professionals handle and it doesn't matter i just simply tell them it doesn't matter with me to me if you use us or not, but I highly encourage you to find a professional to handle these aspects. And you're, it's amazing, you know, and I, I present that right up front. I don't hide it from them. I give them the price right away. This is what we charge. And again, you don't have to use us. So they automatically know when they're going into the meeting, they already have it in their mind like, oh, this is something that I have to do. It's important that I find somebody to do this for me. So by the time you get to the end, regardless of what you're pitching and if they go with you or not, they have that in their mind and it comes across as being helpful and sincere as opposed to salesy. So if you're pitching it at the end, when you're doing a, a website build, for example, Hey, we're going to come in here. We're going to build this many pages. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And Oh, by the way, would you like to sign up for our maintenance agreement? It's $2,000 a year. You know, they're like, <laughs> 
what? <laughs> I present it up front. I get rid of those huge things that that's going to be a shock to them immediately. That's right what everybody should do. Yeah, right up, yeah. right up, out the gates. And I'm going to tell you, it drops their defenses. This one sentence alone will change your close ratio. It does not, it's not, it doesn't matter if you use me or not. Pick anybody I'm you want to. It's important that these things are handled by a professional. And when I use you, that same line and it absolutely works. And it's true because I yeah. really don't care if you don't hire me. I'm just letting you know my honest opinion. <laughs> yeah. Well, their defenses drop because they're not selling them. They have their best interest at heart. Yeah, I think the biggest pitch I hear is, you know, with WordPress, um, self-hosted WordPress, you actually own your website. If you're, you're with Shopify, yeah. you're with Wix, you're with Weebly, you never truly own your website. You're kind of like running the space right. with this particular software and you, you're, you're kind of stuck into that space. WordPress, you know, with, with WordPress uh, self-hosted, if you're unhappy with your host, you can take your exact website, move it to a different host you can make whatever changes right. you want within there. So I think, but they yeah. do own yeah. their content though. Right. Because I just looked at Wix the other day because I was recently, one of my previous clients um, emailed me and they're having somebody take over her site, which is fine, but she uses Wix. Um, and so I went to take a look and, and the FAQ, you know, do I own my content? And they said, yes, but like Corey mentioned, it's not, just your content that you know that's the website the hosting and everything so i don't know what yeah, i guess they're all different yeah like you know um if you're on wix and you all of a sudden need this feature you're stuck there if you're if you're on wordpress and you need this feature either there's probably going to be a, a plugin for it or the beauty is you can go out and hire a developer to, to create it for you so you know so you're not kind of kind of pigeonholed into this one platform with a limited number of of options for you yeah so Maybe it's a bit like you're renting a house versus you're building your own house. Yeah. It's more expensive, but you get to do it exactly the way you want to. And it's exactly what you're looking for compared to when you rent and, you know, you're not allowed to put up pictures on the walls and <laughs> this is the way it is. It's painted the way it is and you just have to put up with it. And as long as you find the exact right one and they don't change the prices and they don't, <laughs> you know, the right thing, it's fine. It's really good if it's exactly in the right location. But if you want like a super awesome house, then you're better to build it yourself. And you know what? You should redesign your site, what, every three years? So if you're not happy, switch to another platform at that time. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I, I thought you were going to say every six months, Leslie. No, that's me. That's the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, here's, here's something that I want to kind of talk to what Corey said, which I think is a very, very value, um, valid point. Self-hosted WordPress, you own it 100%. You cannot imagine how important that is. You're basically putting your if, if it's your livelihood and you make money online, you're putting your life in all of these other platforms' hands, you know, because they can change their platform at any time and you're screwed. <laughs> Not that they're going to, but if they choose to, they can because they own it. It's their platform. They can do whatever they want. So that's one of my biggest contentions is that you own it um, and yeah, that, that's yeah, and, and even even as far as their like legal policy, I mean, you could, you know, let's say be a website selling um, 
medical marijuana, which is which is legal in a, in a lot of areas. But let's say all of a sudden Squarespace for some regulation, they decide they don't want to allow medical marijuana sites. You have a month to to move your website, you know, yeah. uh, or, or it's going to be shut down. So, so things like that, I think I don't think they're very likely, but they can happen on on um, platforms like Wix and Weebly and Squarespace. Did Corey just say we're getting in the medical marijuana business? He, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. No. no. Uh, Look, next week's Divi Chat, medical marijuana website. <laughs> Divi Buds. Uh, yeah, Divi Buds. We are uh, we're running close up to an hour here, so why don't we do this? That's amazing. Why don't we do some, some parting thoughts, and uh, and then we'll roll off into the sunset. And uh who wants to, does anybody want to start before I throw somebody under the bus? I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. I guess my parting thought is if you're somebody who really wants to get your hands dirty and uh, you want to go in and, and do everything, um, I, I think WordPress is a good choice because there's a lot to get your hands in. Um, and if you don't want to be doing that, it, maybe the other options are better for you or hiring somebody. I mean, actually. Yeah, there's just so many choices. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Never mind. Great parting thoughts. Great parting. Did I even finish? Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Le- Leslie's just going to be on next week's ep- episode of Making with Herself. No, wait a second. I didn't mean that. What did I mean? <laughs> All right. Corey, Sarah, me? I don't mind going if y'all want me to go. Yeah, I- go. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to say... Uh, do your research, lay out a, lay out a business plan, lay out not only your short-term, but long-term goals. If, if you're selling a couple of products and just want to get a store up and kind of be hands off and make some changes every now and then maybe one of these platforms is, is the way to go. If, if you're starting a company and you're wanting to to scale and you know, you think your product line is going to increase year after year, then I, I would probably suggest going with a you know WordPress uh, self-hosted website that will allow you to scale, and you're you know basically at that point limited to your um, you know hosting capabilities and, and development skills. So that's my parting thought. Mine awesome. would be like along that lines. I think just making sure that you think about all of the things that you're going to want on your website, and making sure that if you are looking at these other options, that you look at are any of those additional features that you're going to have to pay additional money for. So on Wix, you know, like, do you want to have a sliding image rotation thing? Like, well, you need to know that up front so that you know how much you're going to spend. And then also the thought of it's not all about money. Um, So, you know, it might be cheaper to do one of these options, but then, you know, how does that limit you? And if something doesn't look quite right, can you add in a little bit of CSS? Even if you don't know the CSS, someone else can give it to you. Is there somewhere to even put it? Um, so I think I think looking around is really important. I, I still think that maybe Shopify isn't a bad option for some people. And maybe the cost of it is even worthwhile for some people. So I don't think it's that these aren't good options, but I think for most small businesses, they're probably better to have something that's more flexible that allows them to grow and allows them the freedom to do exactly what they want to do. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not on the opposed to all of it for everybody. Cool, Ooh, you're, you're um, muted. Okay. Sorry. No, I'm now, I want to change my parting thought. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> just like there's people who can customize WordPress, there are also people who are in business to customize Shopify, Wix, Weebly. So if you do go that route, you don't have to be alone. You can still hire somebody to help you. Um, so just know that they're all out there. Nice. That is not us. Yeah. That's your <laughs> final, final parting That's my final, final. Yes. <laughs> Final.psd. Well, I may not be the most popular guy in the room, but I'm going to give my parting thought just the way that I feel, honestly. Um, I personally, knowing what I know about building an online business and stuff, if you're looking to build an online business, I would not recommend going with a proprietary platform. I would go with something that you can own and control and has scalability and the ability to grow you know, beyond what your needs are as you go. Um, I probably would not even guide customers on sites that never changed their stuff to a platform like Shopify or Squarespace or Weebly because you can get a brochure or website built so cheap in WordPress and, and thrown up for you that you're not paying forever and ever and ever in a day. So um, I, do, I just don't like the the closed system that they have and the ability not having the ability to hey guess what if my chia pet business blows up and goes crazy i want to start doing some stuff with it you just never ever know so um come to wordpress <laughs> that's my parting <laughs> thought hire one of those people right there that are on the on the panel and stuff or come over to the youtube channel and there's a lot of wordpress web developers in there. I will say this though, about my parting thought also, Divi is a fantastic tool. It's getting better and better and better for do-it-yourselfers. It was always built that way. So if you haven't checked out Divi and you're comparing, check it out. It's drag and drop. They're doing some amazing stuff with it. So, um, and I'll disagree with you it. there, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> I, I also just got a new idea for some swag for uh, hey. Studios is a Chia David. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Chia. Man. You said you had no final, final thoughts. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is our new time 4 PM central. 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And what time is it? 7 a.m.? 9. 9 7 a.m. Australian. Oh, yeah. And 9 p.m. 9 p.m.? GMT? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Bottom line, we're on at a new time. Hit the subscribe button right down there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, and you'll get a notification in your email when we go live. Give us a thumbs up. We've got seven of them. Yes. All right. If you're listening, to, <laughs> that's good. We just we just recently installed analytics on our podcast and iTunes and stuff. We know you're listening over there. We had 317 downloads of our GDPR episode. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a review if you listen to us in iTunes. That's how yeah. we get found in iTunes. Leave us a review. Unfortunately, we can't comment on it, but we do love you if you leave it. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Show ideas. Um, what you think, agree, disagree with. We like hearing it all. Not so yeah, much. Yeah, and we're that. always looking for more topic ideas as well. <laughs> we want to know what you want. Oh, oh man. <laughs> hey, we, we just doubled our thumbs up. We have two now. <laughs> <laughs> I hit it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just it was all us. 
we actually have 12 so that's that's pretty awesome <laughs> hope the new time works for you and uh next week we've got another great topic we're going to talk about jetpack and divi so if you want to know all about jetpack and divi come see us next tuesday we'll see you guys next week say bye everybody bye. Bye.